What's hopping in Texas? Thanks for coming back and uh, joining us for our part two of our interview with Keith and Chris, our buddies from Tufts. So we're going to dive right back into it. And we got some good questions coming up. All right. So this one's uh, for both of you guys. I'm going to start with Chris. Uh, Chris, what beer are you drinking right now? And why did you pick it? I'm drinking the Tufts IPA. So it's our... Uh... <laughs> so I'm going to repeat the whole thing again. Huh? This? Yeah, so just uh, for some disclosure, y'all, I, I accidentally stopped the initial <laughs> recording. Um, so he's just kind of just kind of re-asking this question here. I'm a little little warm all of a sudden <laughs> around here, but uh, just a quick synopsis of what you said earlier would be great, Chris. Okay, great. So yeah, so <laughs> what I said before is that I, I, right now I'm drinking the Tups IPA, and I, I, the beer I was drinking before was the DDH Nelson. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a taproom release-only beer that we did and a couple half barrels went out to the market but we kept uh about 250 cases just for the tap room only yeah i know we bought some ourselves very good we really enjoy it yeah so it's uh brewed with a, a new zealand hop called nelson and uh really hard to find uh it, it just became available really not too long ago and um gives a white wine gooseberry uh kind of a little bit of a citrus nice okay uh, yeah flavor which is really really good and uh, and then now I'm drinking the uh, Tubbs IPA, which is this is my go-to. Awesome, myself as well. And then Keith, how about you? What what are you drinking right now? Why'd you pick it? Well, I cracked open a DDH um, Nelson, mm -hmm. and uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, everybody told me that you're gonna love this hop. I never had Nelson before, and um, kind of the reason we did this is because um you know due to the pandemic i think a lot of smaller breweries uh, maybe canceled some orders because we could never really get enough mm -hmm. nelson to do much with so i think chris got a call one day and said you know hey i got some i got some hops you know from nelson nelson hops would do you do you want some and he said how much you got and they were like what 400 pounds or something mm -hmm. he goes yes i want it all so <laughs> so i took it all and uh, and we did this run and it's been a huge success oh yeah so we, we really enjoy it we actually have to go out and get more Nelson hops because everybody's it's, addicted. So yeah, definitely. So I got a question for both you guys as well. Um, so everyone keeps talking about the San Antonio DDH. Mm -hmm. so is there plans on coming out with something similar or bringing it back just for a limited release? So that was a beer that we worked on with um, a couple different guys, um, Grant from Country Malt Group and Spencer from Yakima Chief Hops. Mm -hmm. uh, those two guys are awesome and they um they all had their input uh, especially spencer he he kind of geeked out we talked for a long time on the phone and <laughs> he used to be a brewer i can't remember where he said he was but and so he he's now been with yakima chief for a while and he's not brewing anymore and some of these new products are coming out you can tell he was itching to like create this hot bill for this recipe and and i i was kind of like hey i'll do whatever what are y'all trying to focus on? What are y'all trying to feature? Because this was going to be for the Craft Brewers Convention in San Antonio. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we, I said, I'm an open book. Let's talk through it. And he said, well, it would be really cool is if you, you know, did this cryo hop, you know, during fermentation. And then this cryo hop after fermentation, post fermentation, because it, it does better not sitting on you. All the, and he just went off. And I said, dude, that's cool, man. It sounds great. You know, so we, uh, I kind of just did what he told me to do and uh threw our little flair into it in the uh, rest of the, the grain the malt bill side um but it it just turned out awesome uh we used sabro hops with that so nice. 
um, Azaka, Cryo, Sabro, Cryo, and then um, Chinook. So it was a really unique hot profile, but it just turned out it just turned out great. And Sabra's so, really interesting. So the answer is, are we going to do it again? Probably, no, probably, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff we do that we just won't do again. And, yeah. you know, it, I think it almost adds to the allure. Like, right. you know, yeah. if you like it, come get it. Yeah, yeah definitely. And, yeah. It's not like wine, you know, like you can. You like wine? You can it's, go buy it and just sit it in your cellar or wherever yeah. you want to go as a cellar. But <laughs> and beer, it's like a lot of these styles that we make are, you know, they need to be drank fresh and stored right. cold and you know get it done quick. So, Keith, do you remember how long it sold uh, before we sold out? Well, tap room only, so that we still have some, right? No, no, the, oh, yeah. the, the Nelson. The, then Sabra, the, uh, the San, San Antonio, oh, oh, San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gone. Sorry, I was back on Nelson. <laughs> I got Nelson on the brain. No, that was weeks. Oh, it I mean, was so fast, so fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we yeah. got one sex back, and we were like, "Oh, it's not, it's gone." Yeah, and we we also did something kind of cool, which is we 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 took six packs around to a lot of the uh, bartenders that were mm -hmm. unemployed. Awesome. So we kind of gave a care package to them, gave them some koozies, gave them some. Crap nice. conference beer and and mm -hmm. I think they appreciated that. So yeah. uh, and the masks. Yeah, gave them some masks, you know, kind of a fun. I think we put a deck of playing cards in there. Mm -hmm. like, something to do while you're home, you know. Yeah. It was it was fun. And I think they appreciated it. So. after after I remember after I had it, I um I got an, I bought an extra six pack and I took it into where Vincent and I both work and uh, I gave one to uh, the store manager. And it's the only thing he asked for now. Yeah. And he goes, when is San Antonio coming back out? I was like, that's one and done. And I was like, I don't know if they're doing it, doing it again. So uh, that's, he loved that one. And he's not huge into IPAs, but that one, he, that's, that's all he wants so, now. So balanced. Yeah. So like his wife was the one that got him into IPAs and, you know, she loved it as well. And, you know, she's buying the uh, Tups IPA, you know, left and right. And um, they come in from time to time and, um, uh, He's he's just on that San, San Antonio train, that now, San Antonio DDH. Now, I wanted to mention uh, what Keith had just spoken about. Um, I already had like an affinity and a love for Tups, but to hear that they're taking that extra step, they're reaching out to those less fortunate um, or that are more affected than they are during these times. And it's just like my, my love and my uh, desire to support them goes up even more. And, you know, I'm not being compensated for this at all, just so you know. Um, you but know it's really great. I already, <laughs> I already like, had a great love. Um, you know, my wife Jane and I have gone here for years, and it just it really warms my heart to hear that, like, not only do they make a great product and they run a great business, but they're also, like, really good people, it seems, you know, by their actions. And, you know, this day and age, actions always speak louder than words. And just, you know, to hear what they're doing and how consistently they're doing it, um, it's it's really heartwarming to uh, have a business in a brewery, a local brewery. It's about eight point nine miles away from my house, <laughs> give or take. Is <laughs> doing an amazing mm. thing like this and just giving back as often as they can. I think you can see the integrity too. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. that's. I, I mean, it's definitely a, a big thing, especially right now. You know, and that's one thing I've noticed in in the craft beer world is that you know you you all. You don't want to see anybody struggling like you know right. you want to help out anybody that you can and um that's that's probably why i love craft beer you know more than just the beer like mm -hmm. you know that's that's a big thing is you know people helping people 
that's that's a big thing right. especially right now because i know uh when um dive bar brunch came out you know again i i bring beer into work and you know i'm trying to get the the tubs love out there and um a gentleman that he works there as well he goes he goes you know i i like the beer um if you can bring me a case i'll buy a case and then um i want you know i want that money to go back to everyone that you know that that it's helping out he goes you know i might give the beer away i don't know but you know i just want <laughs> right. i just want to help out other people too so you know that's it's definitely very very commendable awesome well that that was one of the reasons that we did that help now beer mm-hmm. is that we've got a couple dollars for every 12 pack that that we're putting in a in a in a fund um to then give away to the american red cross um but we also opened it up to our partners. So there are other supply chain partners that have also said that they want to contribute to that as well. So, so it, 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 long as you give people a vehicle, you know, then they'll, then they'll jump on it. We've even had a, one of our regulars at the brewery, um, really interesting character. Um, he said, yeah, I'll give you a dollar for every case you sell. Oh, wow. Yeah, so awesome. So we're kind of pulling all that together and, we'd like to keep that going and um because you know we're not going to be out of this thing for months and then even right. when we get out of it you know there's going to be other people that will need food and right. blood and all sorts of stuff that's been kind of decimated at this point right. yeah it's gonna it's be different shocking. for sure yeah i was grateful to still have a job but to see so many of my friends that were in the industry laid off and then even you know how things at my own job were affected you know right. I, I do have a bar and it's not open and who knows when it will open um, but I was wondering if you have any plans coming up or if you've done anything with the pink boot society. Well, we have not. Um, okay. <laughs> and I, this is, this is one of the things that, um, and not to, not to throw anybody under the bus, but we've got, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know how many employees we have 17, 18 people working here and only two are women. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and they're in the marketing side of the business, but mm-hmm. we all have wives so, I mean, there's probably an equal amount of guys and girls in here in the family. So I've talked to a couple of the women here about, you know, let's, let's do a beer, you know, that, you know, that the girls do, yeah. you know, that they, they brew. And uh, awesome. so I, that's, that's definitely been on my radar for a while. It's just, we're so busy now. Right. It's just <laughs> like, but I would love to come back and do that and, and connect with the organization and mm-hmm. uh cuz that's pretty cool. I mean, so there's that um that angle and then the the other thing is that we always struggled with this, you know, uh black lives matter, black right. is beautiful, mm-hmm. all that stuff and you know there was a um, it seemed like when that first came out, everybody's like, "Well, they put a little, you know, square on their Facebook page, black, you know. Right. Okay, well, that was my thing, done, check the box." And that just didn't seem like enough and and um, then Weathered Souls in San Antonio is doing a dedicated beer, and that's really cool. So um, we've we've got a we have a plan to do something really cool, awesome. um, and and to get uh, some representatives from the craft beer community in to our brewery, uh, the Craft Beer Association, the national organization, actually um, has a um, a representative to to bring in more of a diverse community into mm. craft beer because nice. it's a lot of a lot of people that look like Chris, you know, <laughs> big guys with a gut and a, and a right. belly, no tattoos, but most of them do. So it's like, where do you, how do you appeal to everybody else, you know? And um, 
So this the the diversity chairman for the craft beer alliance uh, was a cool chick. Her name's Dr. J, and so we we've contacted her, and um, she's committed to come um, and to speak and to maybe tour a few breweries. And um, you know, to, it's not necessarily for any one community. It's to get everybody together talking about how we all can live together in this world. Uh, unfortunately, she can't travel right now because of all the travel restrictions right, yeah. and all that. <laughs> So, I mean, those kind of things are really, are really cool to do. And, uh, it's all part of the family that we are and how we, mm-hmm. we open up, uh, open up to everybody. So when I know you did the guava beer on hope, which was in that yeah. line. Yeah. That was really cool because in Frisco is the national breast cancer foundation is there and we met them and they're just great people. And, um, we brainstormed about what we do and, you know, you can you can basically say, okay, we're going to do a beer and we're going to put your little ribbon on there. And isn't that mm-hmm. cool? But this was much more than that. They actually came out and helped us brew. They helped us package. Wow. Wow. Um, and I think we did 120 barrels of that. And it was kind of out of cycle. It was in a March time frame. Uh, you know, National Breast Cancer uh, yeah. Week is in October. Um, so we want to go back and, and catch up with that again, but right now is a pretty tough time right. to launch a program. So we'll, we'll reinvent that as we, as we go forward. But that was a really a neat, neat, neat deal because it touches everybody. Right. right. Our yeah. youngest daughter is a, a cancer survivor, oh, so yeah. not breast cancer, but it's still, it spoke volumes yeah. to us. Yeah. Yeah. And the beer was good. Yeah. <laughs> we still get people asking for that too. Yeah. That's, that's the tough part. I think, um, around this time until about November is our busiest time. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of brewers busiest time. And, and it seems like this is the time when all the charity beers happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and like the black is beautiful. We wanted to do that really bad, but um, we just could not, we can't fit it in. You know, yeah. so it's, 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 feel so bad about that. It's, it's a capacity thing. not a. Oh yeah. Virus. No, it's not like we don't yeah. want to know. <laughs> <laughs> we will not. No, absolutely not. It's not bad at all. Uh, we really want to, but, uh, yeah, it's a capacity issue. So, all right. So, um, I think we are nearing the end, but, uh, we want to leave it open for you guys to, you know, talk about anything you want to mention or, uh, any beers coming out, Chris, or, you know, if you want to talk to the expansion a little bit more, Keith, um, I mean, it's up to you guys. This is your time. This is Tup's time. So, cool. So whatever, whatever you guys want to talk about. I know events aren't going on, but if you have yeah. anything in the future coming <laughs> up. about beers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, uh, a couple of new beers we have coming out. Um, our DDH 23 just released. Uh, and that is Citra Mosaic and Brew One. And uh, everyone knows Citra Mosaic, but Brew One is, it's a, it hits hard on pineapple notes. Mm. So that, that's really neat. And so uh, for the variant with that, we did a cinnamon honey pineapple Ooh. Uh, variant. So we sell four packs of that. And it, it's totally killer. We just had everyone try it before yeah. we started this mm-hmm. whole thing. Yeah, it's it was delicious. very, very tasty. Oh, can't wait. And then we have um, 24, DDH 24 is, it's kind of thrown back to West Coast style mm. IPAs. Nice. So we're doing a double dry hop <laughs> IPA with uh, Centennial Cascade and Chinook. So that's, that's really interesting. Because um, when you dry hop with beers, it pulls different notes than when you you know, just put them in the boil to bitter. Right. right, right. So that's going to be really neat to, to try that. And then, um, and then all of our seasonals, we got Oktoberfest coming up. Uh, cotton candy. One of my favorites. We're doing cotton candy again. We're going to put that in cans, tap room release only. 
Uh, we've got the Fletcher's food truck coming here September 1st. Mm. Ooh. So we'll release that beer that day. So we're like a kind of a state fair kind of a deal. Yeah. And then um, in our normal series, uh, DDH series will be just keep, keep happening. So. I did have one question. Um, uh, a few years ago now, maybe the uh, raspberry wheat mm-hmm. that you guys did. Is there anything like that? Like she did not like it. I think she had one of the five and I had, or one of the six, I had the other five. Anything like that coming back? Like I really enjoyed what you guys said. It didn't taste artificial at all. It was like, it's just a really good beer for me. I enjoyed it. It was real raspberry. Yeah. That's, that's why. So I, I think, the, the, I don't know, we, before we started doing the IPA stuff, changed the recipe on the IPA, introduced TDH, that was like our first breakout, like, why are we doing this, these same old styles kind of a thing. Mm. And so we started messing around with our American wheat, which is really popular in the tap room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we would do small batches and stuff like that, and it just would fly. And so it makes you think that, like, okay, well, we need to do that, right? And so this was three years ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we we did the raspberry wheat and it did really really well, and then the next year we did the honey wheat and that did okay, and then we did the raspberry wheat again. Did a peach. We did a peach. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. And then, but that's around the time when we started doing DDA. Mm-hmm. So doing change the recipe on some of the other beers, and so then it, those kind of just took over yeah. anything that. So yeah, we might. Probably the new look, maybe the new location will be able to spread it out. But right yeah. now, they're just the tanks are they're full with what you know everybody's ordering. So. Oh yeah, well, there's some love at least in Allen. There was some love for that <laughs> raspberry wheat. Um, uh, speaking of beers, how did you guys come across Iron Root and their barrels? Because I know you know they're they're f- the full grown man. You know my girlfriend. That's she'll that's the only thing she's she will drink without me like everything else she'll take sips of what i'm drinking but that one you know i'll come home and she's like too deep and i'm like oh okay <laughs> so, yeah no she's feeling pretty good but um no she loves the 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 barrel aged full-grown man and um and i was telling them earlier i have the scallywag i just haven't had a chance to try it yet um but i mean the iron root barrels i i think you know it's it's definitely a, a keeper so how did you guys come across it well i guess we i guess i found out there was a distillery in denison yeah yeah and one 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 time i think it was a family we went we were at oh we at were rye at rye in downtown mckinney and we were having dinner as a family mm-hmm. and the family next to us was the family that owns Iron Root. Right. Oh, wow. oh, that's awesome. We, it was like cool. fate, you know? And so yeah. we were talking. No there. kidding. Like, yeah, you ought to come up. So, yeah. And so then I, I think that next week I went up there and he spent a lot of time up there. <laughs> <laughs> understandable. Probably, understandable. Home, I just didn't need a call from Denison saying, can you come pick me up? Yeah. <laughs> but there, so yeah, I, we, uh, we spent a lot of time up there and, uh, really learned their process and they, they were kind enough to, you know, show me around and show us around and, and do the whole thing, uh, which was really neat. Uh, learned a lot about distilling and that whole process. And we actually did a pilot batch with them. They have a, they have a few stills there. And um, so I brewed some beer and put it in some totes and then, and then brought that up there. They distilled it down and they gave us like two bottles or something like that. Aged in those little fast aging barrels. Ooh. 
And then we decided to do that same recipe. And we actually have, we're going to release a, a, uh, a whiskey with them. Mm. Yeah. And it's over <laughs> three years old right now. So wow. this is like yes. an over three-year-old project right now. Amazing. So we're really excited about that. We need to get another one going. We keep talking about it, but they're just cranking. They actually just won best bourbon in the world. Wow. Wow. That's uh, a big feat. Yeah, yeah. It's huge for them. It's Kentucky wins it every year. Uh-huh. It's just always something yeah. in Kentucky. And the little Texas distillery just won it. And, and they deserve it. They're just a great family. So, um, our relationship with them has always been good. Um, so when we think about barrel aging, now we, we do have uh, Full Grown Beast is in Bland's barrel. Yes. <laughs> so we're not allowed to say that, but I don't think we're allowed to put it on a label. I don't know. But we bought Bland's barrel, so I'm going to say Bland's barrel. You know, they're expensive. So we, we, that's aging in those. And but the last four releases we did was with Iron Root. And um, yeah, they, they just spend a ton of money on their barrels. It's really, really high quality stuff, really high quality ingredients. Right. And uh, so it's always made our beer shine. You know? Nice. So, Was there anything else you just wanted to touch upon? Uh, well, I would say two things. One is um, keep following us on Facebook because we're mm-hmm. going to be talking a lot about our new location. So good. Good. Um, the, you know, the 30,000 square foot brewery building is going to be awesome. Um, the tap room is, is, um, probably in the 10 to 12,000 with a kitchen. So we'll have food and big news to everybody is we will have air conditioning and heat. Yeah. So that's the big will, thing. I know everybody will like that. So it's the heating. That's an issue for me. Yeah, it can get pretty brutal. Oh in yeah. There, it but, steals uh, all my clothes. And then the other thing is a big stage. Uh, you know, we'll have a lot of, um, a lot of concerts, probably some music festivals, things and be a real it'd be a real experience. We want to create a craft community out there and we'll mm-hmm. have other vendors that will be there. Um, the container retail store, will have a oh. lot of artists and, um, you know, vendors and people that are starting businesses. You know, we started in our garage yeah, and that was pretty cool, but now we'll have a place for people actually could start in a container and, oh. and, uh, you know, start their business and hopefully they end up flying someday and they become the next, you know, Boston brewery or, you know, uh, Starbucks, whatever, you know, is there, awesome. but that would be kind of cool. And then the other thing I would tell everybody is to make sure you support your local, local brewery, because I think Tops is in a unique position that our, whether it was luck or fate or whatever, but our mix, um, was pretty heavy on package. And, um, and so that's helped us a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at other breweries, I'll use an example of Peticolas. Mm-hmm. Um, their primary business is draft. Uh, and their tap room. Right. And they kill it and they have unbelievable beers, but you can't do either one of those now. So right. they're kind of in a little of a hiatus mode, except they are doing beer to go. Yeah. So get in your car and drive down there and buy Michael's beer. But, you know, look, look in your community and figure out who has, you know, product and, and support the local businesses that are there, whether it's, whether it's beer or bourbon or coffee or whatever <laughs> is your deal. But yeah. Um, yeah. Try to go local because a lot of people are hurting pretty bad right now. I think yeah. so. Absolutely. Well said. So. I noticed too, that you guys post differently on the Tubbs tap room as your Tubbs Facebook. So I would advise people to follow both. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> the tap room seems more up to date and, and on it uh, than the Facebook I've noticed. So uh, at least the answer faster. Yeah, the answer faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the cool. She's, she's done us some job. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So, well, all right. Thanks, guys. Um, thank you guys for taking your time out of your thank days you to, so to meet up Very with us. Yes. And thank all you listeners for uh, following us and uh, joining us on this lovely interview. And we will meet you guys later. One last thing I wanted to add. Um, as far as I know, this is maybe Nicole's thing, but if you guys want to mention where you're at on Instagram, whatnot, so we can have the followers and uh, followers look it up and see. Uh, I believe it's at Tubbs Brewery. Is that right for you guys? Score in there. I should know this. Sorry, <laughs> so I didn't mean to. I should have put that one out there, but uh, you know, I know. I like to tag you guys in on, uh, you know, when we're trying your beers and, and yeah, it's Tups underscore brewery. So at Tups, T-U-P-P-S underscore brewery. That's where you can find them on Instagram. Just put it in your browser on Facebook and, it'll, you know, our smartphones will pull it up for you. But uh, these guys are awesome and their product's awesome and you all should check them out. Especially Scallywag. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Right, thanks again, guys.